ninja. Canes in sight! What's going on? We are back again for another edition of the Canes Insight Podcast, presented by Canes, where I'm your host, managing editor of Canes Insight, Stefan Adams. And as always, you know we have a great show for you today. Mario Cristobal and his Miami Hurricanes just finished up their biggest recruiting event of the summer, possibly their biggest recruiting event of the cycle. It's Legends Camp, formerly known as Paradise Camp, under Manny Diaz and Coach Mark Richt. As always, a ton of big recruits on campus, a ton of former stars in attendance, in the hopes that this will be the weekend to kickstart Cristobal's first full class at Miami, this 2023 class, into full gear and have them barreling towards a top 10 finish by the time everything is all set and done. So before we get into the meat of this podcast, before we bring on D-Money and Miami Immortal 7-on-7 coach Jose Duasso, I'm going to touch on a couple of my takeaways from camp this past weekend. I was out there. It was myself and fellow Canes Insight contributor Steve-O365. You may have seen him on the Canes Insight YouTube platform doing his video breakdowns. If you haven't gotten a chance to check that out, go on overhead to the Canes Insight YouTube. Give it a look-see. It is really good content out there. But yeah, it's me and Steve-O out there. And I'd have to say my overarching takeaway from the entire event, general thoughts, is that Legends Camp under Mario Cristobal, at least for this year, it was primarily a recruiting event. It was all about getting these big-time fish on campus for their official visit. Some of these kids were on there unofficials. Again, a ton of great talent on campus. And that was just the primary goal of the weekend. And the camp setting, the actual drills, the evaluation kind of stuff that, you know, we at Canes Insight love. I know a lot of you guys like that kind of content too. Every camp we go to, you know, we're breaking down a full article of all the top performers. Each of them are getting an evaluation. And then we're usually coming onto the podcast to elaborate even further on some of these top guys and who was catching our eye out there. But this really just wasn't the type of camp where you could develop full fleshed out evaluations, at least from a camp perspective, the one-on-ones, the seven-on-sevens, the competitive portion of a camp. That's really when you are able to kind of start separating guys, seeing who's a top performer, seeing who stands out more. And this just wasn't the type of camp for that honestly there was no seven on seven play at all and then by the time they got to the one-on-ones that's what wrapped up the camp it was probably only 20 25 minutes of that and that's just not enough time to get a full take on a kid not enough reps for um all the guys to go around to really get a full picture of what we're looking at and to uh, highlight some guys i don't think it would be fair to uh you know put that out there because there really just wasn't much there to take away you know a typical camp you really want at least an hour and a half or so at least that's what you usually get in terms of a one-on-one play seven-on-seven play you really that's really enough to get a full accounting of reps for kids and like I said for them to start separating and you can kind of make decisions and get a better idea of who was really a top performer that day so to whittle that down to 20-25 minutes just not enough really to make vast sweeping takeaways that uh, you would really stand behind in any kind of meaningful way. So if your thing is the evaluations, the camp evaluations, if that's the type of content you like from us and from other sites, this just really wasn't the type of camp for that. Again, it was just all about the weekend itself and getting these kids on campus and trying to build some momentum for this class as Mario Cristobal tries to move uh, this 2023, his first full class into something special, trying to mold it 
into uh, something to be proud of that top 10 as you're always trying to go for at Miami. But you know, some more general thoughts on the camp itself. There's just a lot less hype around the camp compared to previous years, especially under Manny Diaz. It was a much more business-like approach from Mario. And it was kind of like that from start to finish. I mean, beginning with the fact that the camp started at 9 a.m., it was only two hours over by 11, 11.15 compared to Paradise Camp under Manny or Coach Richt. That'd be starting later afternoon around 5, 6 and probably wouldn't be ending until 9, 10 p.m. at night. Just goes to show even more that the weekend was really about getting these top kids on campus for their official, their unofficial, and getting some quality time with the coaches, getting the camp done at 11 a.m. and having the rest of the day to spend with the coaches, getting to know families, players, and uh, just having a quality experience at the University of Miami and uh, really recruiting the heck out of these kids. In the past with Manny, it was very produced. You'd have a huge long intro of each of the former players there passing the mic introducing themselves talking a little bit Manny doing a long speech multiple other former Canes doing long speeches before they even started anything this year it was just Mario giving his quick speech to start things off and then of course the always great Michael Irving getting everyone fired up at 9 a.m yelling at everyone it was great as always and that was pretty much it then warm-up stretches breakouts into individual drills and then wrapping up with a few minutes of one-on-one play really our only competitive action we got to see and then another thing this trend has really been going on for a while now and it's really it really culminated this year was just the lack of top kids actually participating in the event most of the top guys that were actually there at least top recruits from the 2023 class were on their official visit and guys on their official visit actually cannot participate in those type of events on campus so that partially it kind of explains it but even the guys that were really on their unofficial visits there and hanging out they're really just in street clothes, just uh, hanging around the coaches, hanging around some other players, just talking. And they really weren't there to participate in the event at all. So it was mostly about 2024 guys, 2025 guys. But regarding 2023, this weekend, it was all about just getting them on campus again, that huge focus on recruiting. And half the battle was done in terms of getting these top kids actually on campus. But that's only part of the job. We'll see if Mario and crew can actually land some commitments and get some of these kids into the fold for the Hurricanes 2023 class. Start building that momentum as summer continues to go on and we get closer and closer to fall camp. And speaking of momentum, although he wasn't on campus this weekend, the staff certainly took a huge step in the right direction regarding that momentum when they landed four-star quarterback Jaden Rashada from California. Consensus top 50 overall recruit in the entire nation. A massive pickup for Mario and staff. So you know we got to bring on D-Money and our guy Coach Duasso, who actually coached Jaden on the 7-on-7 seven seven circuit with the Miami Immortals this past offseason. So you know he has a ton of great insight into what Jaden Rashada brings as a player, as a person, and the impact this is going to have on the Miami Hurricanes on the field and also in this recruiting class and how it could kind of unfold moving forward. You know those quarterbacks are so key. Once you get that QB locked in, everything else kind of starts to fall in place. So we got all of that and much more coming right up. But first, you know we have to check in with our guys over at Caneswear, your one-stop shop for Miami Hurricanes apparel and gear. Check out their 20, 40, 60 sale going on in-store and online where you can save 20, 40, or 60% off on select items. Or you can check out the daily deals tab at caneswear.com where they have tons of great items ranging from hats, 
jackets, t-shirts, shorts, pants, jerseys, and much more on sale depending on the day. All you have to do is check them out off University Drive in the Arrowhead Shopping Center in Davie or on canesware.com. Orders online over $99 ship for free. Plus, you can get all your local South Florida sports teams gear at Canesware as well. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain over at Canesware, your one-stop shop for Miami Hurricanes apparel and gear. How do you, Canesware? We are back here on the Canes Inside Podcast, talking Miami Hurricanes football as always. And uh, some big news coming down the pipeline for the Miami Hurricanes. Finally landing their quarterback in this 2023 class, Mr. Jaden Rashada, all the way from California, pulls the trigger for the Hurricanes just yesterday. Um, A big commit, as we know, when that quarterback pops into the class, it really just kind of sets the dominoes and everything else kind of falls into place. So huge pickup for Mario Cristobal as he's coming out of his Legends camp that first big summer recruiting event um, that uh, really built up that hype. And uh, we really hope to see that this ball get rolling here for this 2023 class. So, uh, you know, plenty to talk about. And, of course, joined, as always, by my guy, D Money. What's going on, D? I'm feeling good, man. Got a commit from a big-time quarterback from uh, Colta Costa County, California. Last two guys we got from out there, Gino Toretta. Ken Dorsey. So, you know, I'm expecting championships and uh, players of the year and all that. So uh, feeling great, man. Feeling awesome. Yeah, it's been a while since we've been on the mic on the pond, uh, but it's, it's been a slow summer, but uh, we're finally starting to ramp things up here. Um, uh, like I just saying, once you get that quarterback in, a lot of these kids start to fall. So uh, we're excited to be, uh, you know, talking about Mr. Rashada. And uh, we got a guy on here today, a guest that knows him very well, a friend of the pod. Um, Miami Immortal seven on seven coach, Coach Jose Duasso. Always glad to have you on, Coach. What's going on, my man? Thanks for having me on, guys. Everything's good. Absolutely, absolutely. So, of course, like I like I mentioned in the setup, Jaden Rashada coming to the U, a kid that we've talked about in the past. He's been on the podcast in the past. Big kid from California. Um, he's got he's got the size, got the arm. But coach, you know, he's he's played for you um, with the Miami Morals on that seven on seven circuit. Of course, a little different, you know, when you're uh, putting on them pads, strapping them up. But, uh, you know, you've gotten, to, you know, kind of have a more personal relationship with him and, uh, you know, see what this kid's all about. So, um, you know, talk a little bit about what you think the Miami Hurricanes are going to be getting with a kid like Jaden Rashada as he uh, makes his way down to the U. He just elevates everybody's play out there. Our receivers had the confidence in the quarterback play. Once we got Rashada, it was like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, we got that big arm ability back. And, and then Jaden's just ball placement, his uh, his poise. It, it, he's, he's just an overall leader. Coach, I was talk, texting with you, you know, talking to you at that uh, Dallas tournament. It was really the first time you saw him. So take me through, uh, you know, your first uh, impressions at that tournament and what you saw well, from him. The just first, the first impression, first the first play of the, uh, of the very tournament, he went deep to Robbie Washington, and he told Robbie, like, I'm going to hit you deep, be ready. And and he did what he said, just perfect ball placement. I want to say Jaden, I think, opened up that tournament with at least six of his first ten throws as touchdown passes. So it, it tells you what, what he has in the long ball. His placement's silly. And then when teams try to take away the long ball, he just was uh he just started to became a scientist, just started dissecting defenses underneath. He hits those those deep out routes, so what we would call a big league throw. He just gets it to the sideline just with such ease and he knows how to throw the ball with certain touch. 
I would call that Jacor. He knows the Jacory Harris touch, and then when he knows when to gun it in there like a bullet, he knows every level of speed you should throw the ball depending the route. Uh, it's it, it he's he's very very special. I, I was very fortunate, and so was my staff to, to have a guy like Jaden in there and, and seeing what a real quarterback looks like. And it, obviously, we have we had some young guys in the program. I'm very excited about a kid like Tyler, a kid like Colin Hurley, and 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 they have the big arm ability as well. Jaden's obviously older, but it's just it, it was it was great to see it. It's to see, especially two quarterbacks like Colin and Tyler from the South Florida area, that they're they're almost there on being the Jaden Rashada type uh, with that big arm ability, and 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 the future's very bright with a kid like Colin Hurley and Tyler, um, and and having I know we had Colin around Jaden, so he got to see what what a five star looks like carries himself, which I think Colin will be a future five star, if not very highly ranked four star. Same with Tyler. Um, but it's, it's, it, it's just absolutely just, it, it was a joy to watch, watch him, especially in Dallas in Vegas. We had some hiccups. We, we, we didn't have the best of performances. So when he was, when we were on, we were on that, that Vegas, that Vegas trip was weird, but in Dallas, man, the clinic he put on writers were even saying, I've never seen a quarterback just absolutely dominate the way Rashada did. Unfortunately, we didn't win the championship. We came up short in the semifinals. But it, it it was it was a dogfight. Jaden Jaden was putting balls on the money. And the most impressive thing about the Dallas tournament was the crazy win we were having in in the tournament. It was just blowing out there, and Jaden still had crazy accuracy and crazy win condition. Absolutely, Coach. So I mean, you know, I want to talk a little bit about you know his recruiting process. Um, you know, like I mentioned, he's, he he came on the podcast. You know, after one of his first uh, you know unofficial visits when um, Jaden was down here in Miami. But obviously, you know, playing with the Miami Immortals and you know be, being able to experience some of the you know the local uh, hurric or not hurricanes, but the local Miami area talent and being able to play around some of those guys and be and you know being able to uh, get more comfortable with the area of Miami. That kind of I would think, you know, kind of helped him, uh, you know, get more comfortable with the idea of being able to play at the University of Miami for the next four, three, four or five years. So, um, you know, what, you know, what, what was your, what was kind of the recruiting timeline for you? You know, when, when did you feel like, you know, this could be like a, a legitimate commitment that he could possibly be coming to the University of Miami, you know, take us kind of through the recruiting process from your eyes, if you have any kind of uh, background. Um, so, so he, so he actually approached us to play with us. As shocking as it is, yes, we, we do recruit a lot of kids, but we beat Jaden's team in Vegas, and he literally looked at my partner and goes, yo, I've been trying to let's get on with you guys. Let's let's rock. So one of my coaches goes, to also do what you do, DM the kid. So I DM'd him. <laughs> um, the rest is history. He had ju- I actually had just asked him, I'm like, hey, uh, what, what like I just saw you got a, an offer from the University of Miami. It was around the same time period when he had just gotten offered by the new staff, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I really want to get down there to check out the city." And when we brought him down uh, for a practice, he he kind of just fell in love with the city. And I know he was saying like, "Hey, I can really see myself living here." Uh, I know a couple other places that he had considered. He was telling me, uh, "I just don't feel." He, he's a big city kid, so. Some of the places he was just like, eh, but when I when I really knew it was real, 
is when he decided to take the official visit. I know other schools had gained momentum. Um, and I knew we were going to get an OV from what he was telling me. But us being the last OV, I was like, oh, it's game over knowing the way that this staff recruits. They're, they're, he already loved the city. So, and just me being in a lot of these, these kids' processes over the years, our organization has put over a 100 kids in Division One football. Usually when you get the last visit and the kid's already feeling the city, nine times out of ten, that kid's probably going to end up at that school, especially a staff like Mario and company. So once I saw that we were the last official visit, I was like, oh, it's game on. Oh, so you uh, at Miami Immortals not only had Rashad in the past, you had Sam Howell, NFL quarterback, you know, very successful in college. Uh, how would you compare their game, seeing them both up close? Oh, man. Jaden and Sam, I instantly knew were special talents. Both showed me that big arm ability, that the ball's just different when it comes out of their hands. It, it, it was evident with the very first pass both those guys threw when I had them. They're, both are different quarterbacks, but I'll tell you this. I think both are special. Obviously, Sam was a fourth-round quarterback. I think Jaden might have a little bit higher of a ceiling just because he's taller than Sam. I think that's something that held back Sam was was his height. But but Jaden's big arm ability, I think us as Canes fans know what Sam Howell could do with the deep ball. I would probably give Jaden the edge when it comes to his deep ball. So that's something very positive to look at in the future of, of our program, especially the University of Miami being the University of Miami. If we're recruiting speed and all that, the, the deep ball is going to be very fun to watch at Miami with, with Jaden Rashada possibly at the helm. Absolutely, Coach. I mean, just in terms of recruiting for Coach Mario, I mean, this is his first real, you know, full class at the University of Miami, obviously known as that big recruiter. That's just his background. That's his reputation um, coming in here. And uh, it's his goal to just bring in the best of the best lockdown, not only South Florida, but get some of the best of the best um, kids from outside of uh, the state uh, nationally. Um, so Rashada really is like the first kind of true blue chip guy in this class from out of state. Um, you know, how do you and, and like I was kind of mentioning before, kind of, uh, you know, just talking about the quarterback, the quarterback, just so key. We, you know, we see it every single cycle. Once you get that quarterback locked in place and, you know, those, those quarterbacks are just seen as leaders, um, not only on the field, but off the field. Um, those are the type of guys that uh, get up, you know, others to respond to them. And um, really, if they have that personality, well, they should have that personality if uh, they're going to be successful at that next level. But uh, that magnetic type personality that draws other kids and other kids want to play with them. Other kids just want to be around them personality wise. So, um, you know, what, what, what kind of, what kind of do you see like next steps for Miami with this class with Rashad on board, you know, he's kind of made, um, you know, connections, you know, just being around some of the Miami kids playing with their team at the Miami Immortals. Um, so, you know, what do you kind of see with uh, Rashad and the rest of this class for uh, coach Mario coming up? I think you'll start seeing the dominoes, the ball, obviously Jaden's going to probably set off a chain reaction. Obviously it's very common in this time after OVs and stuff. I, I think he, he's, been very adamant on social media about guys joining the class. I know the level of respect the South Florida athletes have for him, uh, obviously because our players vouch for him. Uh, but also some of these kids got, got to see it live, and his ball's just different. Uh, he's, he's very well respected, and like we, like I said just now, I, I think you'll see the dominoes start falling soon. 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, I talked with um, Robbie Washington at, uh, at the Legends camp this past weekend. You know, he was kind of, you know, the, the news was kind of already started trickling out that Rashada might be coming to Miami. You know, Robbie was kind of hinting to me that that was going to be the case, too, in our talk. And, uh, you know, he, you know, he was the first guy that he, uh, when I, I talked to Robbie, you know, Robbie wants to be seen as a leader in this class as well. And, uh, you know, that was the first name that I asked him, you know, who else are you trying to recruit to this class? Who else do you really want to get into this class? It was Jaden. That was the first name out of his mouth. And uh, he really feels like they formed a connection and um, just so huge. So you, you can already kind of see, um, you know, what, uh, J- what Jaden would be like. And now that he's officially part of the class, I think um, he'll really be able to take that kind of recruiting aspect and, you know, just bring his personality and uh, bring a lot more kids into the rest of this class. I'll say this is guys want to play with Jaden because guys have confidence that Jaden's the best quarterback, if not top three quarterback in the country. But but the receivers that are being recruited by the school do know the level of respect and level of player Jaden is. So, like we're saying, I think you're going to see big effects in the recruiting world, not only now, but probably coming down the stretch, too, as well, with Jaden making sure guys are locked in. I anticipate, at bare minimum, a top seven class, top five class. You know, Coach, we we talk about seven on seven. People say, oh, it's, it's a lot different than real football. And, of course, it is in certain ways. But certain things that you have to do to be good in seven on seven, especially at the quarterback position, are still important in, in real football, you know, in pads football. So what are some things that you look for in a seven-on-seven quarterback particularly, and how does Jaden fit those characteristics? My biggest thing with the quarterbacks, and this goes back to having Carson Haggard, the GOAT, and Zion Turner, the GOAT, is anticipation. Um, I think that's something Jaden shows well, um, is anticipating the, the play where the guy's going to be and letting your receiver just make a play on the ball and trusting in, in the athlete that we, we put there for you as a, as a coaching staff. And I think that's something Jaden has done so well is just anticipation and ball placement, man. It's, it's, that's his biggest thing, the quick reads he makes. Quick, obviously, you need a quick release. You need a quarterback that lets go of the ball at four seconds. And Jaden just kind of checked every box. Um, well, we've been very fortunate as, as an organization to have just stellar quarterback plays for the last three to four years. So I, I'm just kind of uh, in, a, in a good position in, in the seven-on-seven world with the quarterback play that we've had. And Jaden checked every box with the guys before him were able to do. So that, that's awesome. And coach, you know, you've just been around uh, Jaden so long, you know, uh, you know, being able to coach him with the seven-on-seven team and all of that with the mortals. Um, just talk about him as a kid. Talk about him as a person, you know, off the field. You know, what type of person is uh, Jaden Rashada? Oh, man, I, one of the most humble, nicest kids I've ever met. Manny Navarro, I was quoted in the in the Athletic on an interview he did on Rashada. And I said, I never had a kid in six years ask me for a playbook in seven on seven. Jaden was the first. Wow. He's just different. Uh, the way he carries himself is is very professional for a kid his age he knows he knows the task at hand he knows the position he is at night and what he is and he, he takes it really well and, and I really got to tip my hat off on how he was raised 
and, and the type of kid that he is because man he, he could really be a douche because some of these kids in his position are man i i can't say he's a freaking sweetheart all right well thank you so much coach for joining the pie you know that about wraps up this edition of the canes inside podcast um, really, you really brought it today, Coach, and uh, obviously great insight as always on uh, Jaden Rashada and everything else. Appreciate it. Awesome, man. Thanks for having me. You know, uh, Keen's Insights family. Absolutely. Welcome back anytime. Well, D-Money, that about wraps up this edition of the Canes Insight Podcast. You guys know what to do. Stay locked into canesinsight.com for all the latest team news, recruiting news, and the message board is always popping. For my guy, D-Money, and Coach Jose Duasso, for Mommy Immortals, I am Stefan, and we are out.